welcome to the When's My Time podcast. I'm Ozzy Eyre, founder of whensmytime.com, and I aim to be your boss's worst nightmare. Well, it's... Oh, what day is it now? It's been the holiday season and it throws me all out of kilter. I think it's Thursday. Let me just check. Yes, Thursday, the 29th of December, 2016. I knew what the date was, but I couldn't for the life of me think of the day. Thursday, the 29th of December, 2016. And it is a beautiful day here in my part of the UK. Really frosty and chilly, but not a cloud in the sky. Beautiful blue skies. And everywhere looks pretty magical. We've been out on our walk this morning with Jack, our little Jack Russell Terrier. Carol uh, was able to join me. I can't remember whether I mentioned in the last podcast, which I think was that Christmas. I can't remember whether it's Christmas Day or Christmas Eve. Last time out, uh, Carol had been pretty sick with uh, a really nasty, coldy coffee type thing, which she still has. But fortunately, she's been fit enough to go out this week. And uh, we were able to walk uh, our little boy, Jack together this morning. So that was wonderful. In fact, there was one really magical part of the walk this morning. Sorry, I'm going off a bit of a tangent, but it's been a a couple of days since I spoke to you, uh, where we were walking through these woods and we could see out from the woods into this field, which was frost covered and the the rising sun, the golden rising sun was shining on this. And um, there were some trees dotted in this field as well. And the frost was on them and it looked from where we were it really looked as though we'd found the back entrance to Narnia (laughs) it was so magical in fact I I, I shot a couple of pictures of it anyway that's by the by how was your Christmas how was the holiday for you hope you had a wonderful time now I know I know I know the news has been full of all sorts of stuff over the Christmas period more yet more celebrated deaths in fact i think i might record another podcast about that um later today yeah i'll do that um i know all of that was going on but i hope i sincerely hope you were able to spend some time with those you love uh, those you care for and if you weren't able to spend time with them i hope you were able to have them in your thoughts and and they hold you in in theirs as well um, we had a, a fantastic Christmas. Uh, our two boys were with us, as well as uh, our little dog. So there were the five of us together here uh, for Christmas Day. Uh, older son, who lives away now. Not too far away, but we don't see him very often because he's, he's very busy. Um, doing work for a charity that supports refugees in his spare time. So that fills a lot of his spare time. Uh, But he was able to join. Our our younger son still lives with us at home, although we're not sure how much longer that's going to go on for because he's making all sorts of noises that he's going to eventually find his own place. But uh, if you're here in the UK, you know what a tough thing that is for kids these days. But uh, it probably be the last Christmas he's actually living here. But uh, we hope, of course, that uh, every Christmas that, that all of them will uh, will come back to the nest and we can enjoy it all together. But we had a lovely time. And now, obviously, thoughts are straying towards the new year, uh, which is just a few days away. Now, what does new year mean to you? When people say new year, what does it mean to you? celebrations obviously and um, maybe having a little bit too much to drink and all of that sort of thing seeing the new year in uh those days are gone for me i haven't had a drop of alcohol for oh gosh 15 years now so i unfortunately i or fortunately whichever way you choose to look at it i'll be on the soft drinks 
but uh, no doubt uh, Carol and I will see the new year in together and we're looking forward to that. But what else does new year uh, mean? It means people start talking about resolutions, doesn't it? It means um, goal setting at the start of the new year. And what happens to those resolutions? Well, I can tell you by about mid-January, by about mid-January, 80% plus of those resolutions and goals have, have been given up. People just give up on them. doesn't work. Goal setting doesn't work for the most part. It really doesn't. Now, look, if you're one of the people who is very focused on things, can set goals and go out and get them, great, congratulations. I'm talking about the majority of people here. For the majority of people, goal setting simply doesn't work. Now, we could look for all sorts of reasons for that. We could say, ah, but it's their fault because they don't take it seriously. It's their fault because they don't work towards it. It's their fault because of this. It's their fault because of that. But when it's not working for the majority, clearly there's something else going on there, isn't there? There's something else going on there. Either we as a society are not preparing ourselves, not preparing our children, not preparing our young people to think about working towards goals, to for that to become part of their nature, for that to be, I don't know, something that you do without thinking about, in a sense. If we're not doing that, if we suddenly un- introduce this concept of setting a goal and, and setting people off to it, it's, it's, it's not working. So what do we do? Do we try and fix the people, who are the majority of the people, or do we try and change our view over setting goals? And maybe, maybe, I, I just throw this out here, maybe we look at the latter. Maybe we change our ideas about goal setting. Maybe we accept that, for the most part, goal setting demonstrably doesn't work. So what should we do instead? Should we give up on setting goals? Well, no, we still want to do things, don't we? We still want good things in our lives. We still want to achieve things. We still want to have nice things in our lives. There's nothing wrong with all of that. So we still want all of that. So I I would... It's a difficult one, this. I would say, yes, still make those lists. Still do that. But then maybe think about more and focus more on what it takes to get them not the things themselves try thinking about the process that it takes to achieve those goals now a lot of these goals not all by a long stretch of the imagination not all uh, but a lot of these goals it really equates to money doesn't it it equates to money and time Money to buy the thing or to pay for the thing or pay for the service or whatever and time to enjoy them. And time, as is often said, time is money. And Well, if you're going to have the time to enjoy them, you need to make sure that you've got the money that supports you having that time to enjoy them. Does that make sense? So how about we focus more on... And, I, and this is not to sound mercenary in any way. This is not a money-focused thing at all. But how about we do, just for a time being, think about, okay, what's it going to take to get this goal? What in the way of money is it going to take to get this goal? What in the way of time that I need to free up to enjoy this goal? What's, what's all that going to take? And so we identify how much money it's going to take, yeah? And then we say, well, 
what's it going to take to get that money? What actions do I need to take to get that money, to be able to afford that goal, to be able to afford the time to enjoy that goal? So we're, fo- we're shifting the focus away from the goal itself and towards the process. What is the process that I need to pursue on a daily basis in order that I sometime in the future achieve that goal? And maybe that's where our focus ought to lie. Maybe that's where we ought to turn our attention to the process, not the goal itself. Yes, have the goal in the back of our mind, but the process that we need to go through to get to where we want to be. Because here's the thing, and, and I'm going to talk about, I, I'm going to mention Tony, uh, uh, my friend Tony, again later. But here's the thing, Tony was um, talking the other day, and he mentioned um, somebody called, I'm trying to remember the name, I think it was, was it David or Daniel Gilbert? Forgive me, I can't, I can't remember, and I should have looked this up before, before I, I, I came on here. But this guy Gilbert, and I'm paraphrasing horribly here. He said something along the lines are most of us are unhappy because we set goals based on who we are today rather than based on who we'll be when we achieve them. Does that make sense? So we're most people are unhappy because we set goals based on who we are today rather than the person we will be when we achieve them. Because I can tell you, achieving a goal, not the goal itself, but what you have to do to achieve a goal does change you. You become a different person in doing that. I've quoted him before. Jim Rohn said, if somebody gives you a million dollars, you better become a millionaire pretty quickly. Otherwise, it'll all be gone. And again, I'm paraphrasing horribly there. I'm probably misquoting or getting the words of the quote wrong, but the sentiment is there. If somebody were to give you a million dollars, you better become a millionaire pretty quickly. Otherwise, the money will soon be gone. And what he was saying there is, if somebody gives you a million dollars, you haven't gone through the process that will change you into a millionaire. Because it's the achieving of that million dollars. It's the, it's the what you need to do to get that million dollars rather than somebody just giving it you. That's the real change. That's the real goal. Now, again, I, I hadn't intended this to be about money. But let's focus on that process. Let's focus on the change that we need to bring about in ourselves to achieve those goals. And here's another thing. Here's another thing. Just suppose you did say, right, okay, I want to achieve X. No idea. You fill in the blank. I want to achieve X this year. And to do that, it's going to cost, what, 10,000. I mean, clearly these are arbitrary numbers, but it's going to cost 10,000. And then you focus you focus down on what it's going to take to get you that 10,000. What steps are you going to have to go through to get that 10,000 together, which will allow you to do X. But then, say it's October, November 2017, you find that you've, you've got the money together. You have the 10,000 that you need to be able to do X. And you're just about to reach for the checkbook or your credit card, and you think, actually, X has rather lost its luster. X, I'm not that interested in it anymore. X, I could take it or leave it. 
What I really would like is Y. And Y also happens to be 10,000. So what do you do? Well, there was this box at the start of the year that you labelled X. And into it, you were... Clearly, I'm talking metaphorically here. Into this box, you were piling this 10,000. So you've got this big label on it that says X. So you get to September, October, November, whenever it is. And you've got your 10,000 together. You say, OK, I'm ready to do X now. But I don't want to do X anymore. I don't really feel like that. I'm... I've gone off the idea, but I really want to do Y. What do you do? You just tear the X label off. Tear the label off, throw it away. Write out a new label, put Y on it, slap that on the box. It's as simple as that. It's about giving yourself the, the facility to make those decisions for yourself. That's what the whole thing is about. Now, the important thing to remember in all of this is that if you hadn't gone after X, if you hadn't followed a process which would have allowed you to have X, then you wouldn't have been able to tear that label off and write Y on it. So it's important to have the process. The process is the thing. Does that make sense? So let's not focus on the goal so much, but on the process. You see, this is a much, much bigger conversation. And it's one that my friend Tony, Tony Rush, I, I, who I've mentioned before, I don't know if... You, can you hear my little dog barking in the background? I think somebody's knocking at the door. Um, but anyway, I'm going to carry on because Carol's out there so she can deal with it. My friend Tony has an amazing course out. And I'm going to give you a link. If you go to whensmytime.com forward slash goals, G-O-A-L-S, whensmytime.com forward slash goals. That will take you directly to where you can find out more about Tony's course. He goes so much deeper into this conversation there, far more than I can do in a sort of 10, 15 minute podcast. There are hours of video there. There are workbooks there. I'm, I know because I've been through this with Tony. I mean, it's a, a fantastic course, but there is so much in there. It, the, the, the course itself is called Making Friends with Money making friends with money. Now, I the only complaint I have about that course, genuinely, is the title. Because that makes it sound as though it's all about money. It isn't. I mean, yes, it deals with money, and it deals with our relationship with money. It deals with that in, a, in an in-depth way. Don't get me wrong, it does that, but it does so much more. I would say it's one of the best personal development courses I've ever encountered, and I've spent a lot of money on um, development. So it's one of the best courses that I've ever come across, with, without a shadow of a doubt. So here's an early New Year's gift to you. Head over to whensmytime.com forward slash goals. That link will take you directly to where you can find out far more about Tony's great course. And I would urge you to look at that. If you're serious about turning things around in 2017, if you're serious about starting to achieve, you need to do the groundwork. And this is the groundwork. Do you remember what I said about Jim Ryan saying if somebody gave you a million dollars, you'd better become a millionaire pretty quickly. Otherwise, you'd lose all the money. Let's just assume, because it's, it's safer to do this, that nobody's going to give us that million dollars. So we need to become millionaires before we have the million dollars. We need to become that person 
And Tony's course is a great way of understanding how we do that. So whensmytime.com forward slash goals. I'm going to wrap it up now. Um, I will be back shortly with yet another podcast. I'm going to record another one, at least one more today. But I did want you to go into the new year with this message. Look, if goal setting hasn't worked for you in the past, don't feel bad about it. You're not alone. In fact, you are in the majority. For most people, it doesn't work. But this will work for you. This will work for you. Head over to whensmytime.com forward slash goals. Take a look at what Tony's got to say about his course there. And take it from me. It is a great course. I'll be back with you again in two shakes of a lamb's tail. I've been Ozzy Air, founder of whensmytime.com. And I'm here to tell you, your time is now. <laughs>